Hiney pee, hiney pee, hiney pee. Wajani wina, hijankishina, hini karagiwina. Anachni pee, harajawida, hini girawi. Greetings from the land of 11 nations, or as everyone else calls it, Wisconsin. I'd like to thank everyone of you who are taking a few minutes of your busy day to spend it here with us on the podcast. Every episode is devoted to issues that we deem important and relevant to the Ho-Chunk Nation. All of our episodes are created to be entertaining and hopefully thought-provoking. My thoughts, your thoughts, and thoughts of our guests are strictly our opinions. We share these publicly in an effort to spur deeper thought and quite possibly action on yours, the listener's part. We do all of this through this vehicle that we call Chipotle. Now, good listeners, if you have any thoughts, concerns, comments, ideas, or just want us to stick to the real issues, feel free to leave a comment at moneycuckseek at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-I-K-A-K-S-I-K at gmail.com. We have other options available to you all. On the Anchor app, you can just send a message just by pressing the message bar and speaking your piece. Chipotle has an Instagram Instagram page and a Chipotle, and a Twitter page. <laughs> Another thing that Chipotle has initiated is writing content on a Chipotle Facebook page. We've noticed that people are a lot more comfortable on the Facebook page, so we will continue to generate content in an effort to drive more of you listeners to our podcast. Speaking of generating content, one of our recent posts illustrating the controversy between a legislator and a tribal member at a virtual meeting generated quite a bit of interest. Um, It was quite good to see people getting involved and with fervor and spice. Now, the Ho-Chunk Nation has quite a few matters in front of it, and I sincerely hope that all Ho-Chunks will become as involved as they were in the preceding brouhaha. Speaking of brouhaha's, a New Jersey man by the name of Anthony Bertino convicted of bribery concerning programs receiving federal funds, was sentenced this week in U.S. District Court in South Dakota. The conviction stemmed from incidents between May 7, 2014 and August 4, 2014. Mr. Bertino, who was employed as the corporate marketing officer for the Dakota Nation Gaming Enterprise, corruptly accepted something of value from another person attending to be influenced and rewarded in connection with a transaction and series of transactions of the Dakota Nation Gaming Enterprise. In 2014, Mr. Bertino negotiated the DNGE's purchase of equipment from a 66,000 square foot sprung casino facility in Indiana. On May 21st, 2014, the DNGE Advisory Committee approved the purchase for $900,000. After the DNGE wired the money to the seller, Mr. Bertino received three kickbacks from the seller, totaling $104,909.78. So who cares? And how does that affect the whole chunk nation? It doesn't really. It's just an interesting story. Now, Mr. Bertino leaves the employ of DNGE 
in January of 2015 after working for them for two years and three months. Four years later, Mr. Bertino is hired by the Ho-Chunk Nation. Mr. Bertino and John Phillips are brought in together as co-managers of Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells. The plan being that they would both learn the way the Ho-Chunk Nation operates their gaming facilities and eventually one of them would leave to take over the Beloit facility. Mr. Bertino stayed with the nation for only seven months as far as I could find out. Nothing nefarious is alleged to ever happen while Mr. Bertino or John Phillips have been employed by the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells. Now, I think we can all agree that it seems to take forever when the feds are making a case against someone. But it seems that professionally, flags are raised and word travels to Moccasin and Telegraph when someone is under the microscope. Yet, Mr. Bertino sent his resume to the nation and was hired. His gaming license application was sent to compliance, the gaming commission, and personnel. Apparently, apparently nothing was amiss with Mr. Bertino's background and everybody approved his application and he was welcomed with open arms. It's kind of weird because our gaming commission, whose sole mission as envisioned by the federal government is to stop organized crime from infiltrating our casinos. As illustrated in a previous Chipotle podcast, the Gaming Commission changed their mission from protecting the nation gaming facilities from outside influences to being the judge, jury, and executioners of the Ho-Chunk gaming employees. So perhaps, in the Gaming Commission's zeal to ride herd on the Ho-Chunk employees, they failed to fully investigate Mr. Bertino's previous employment history. Another interesting part of the story is that the contracts that were handed out to John Phillips and Anthony Bertino were too large to be okayed by our president. These contracts had to be okay by our legislature. And an unrelated story. President White Eagle put the kibosh on the Spectre contract in February. And then Spectra promptly sued the nation for breach of contract to the tune of $3.8 million. In Jackson County, the judge tossed the case saying the county had no jurisdiction as the Ho-Chunk were a sovereign nation. The story ends there. Or does it? An East Coast company, Philadelphia, I think, just writes off $3.8 million and walks into the sunset. Hmm. Who else is from the East Coast? Who else is a big fan of the Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies? Who? On an unrelated note, the Ho-Chunk legislature worked hard and fast in an effort to assume control in defending that lawsuit. How come? One of the big issues of that lawsuit is who negotiated and who signed the Spectre contract. It's just so strange that a debacle that huge has so quickly gone to bed and is now just like the Etruscan Empire. History. The mantra of follow the money is important because it will show the nation one of two things. 
either a nefarious plan to build a nation of hundreds of thousands of dollars by individuals who planned or just happened to take advantage of naive individuals was thwarted, or this whole affair exposes the nation's need for trained and competent officials in all areas of our business hierarchy. But in the end, it's only money. Here at Ho-Chunk Gaming, we probably make a difference. By putting food on the table for those who need it. By helping communities be safe. By supporting organizations throughout the state. We're making a difference in Wisconsin for you. clamoring for the Ho-Chunk legislature to cede all business interests to the business department of the Ho-Chunk Nation. I've been promoting the idea that a professional business department is far more efficient and would produce far better results for the nation than our present system. Then it occurred to me, is the Ho-Chunk Nation's business department capable of handling the responsibility? I've been talking to several members of our nation who work in professional areas and a consensus is as a whole, our business department is not prepared to assume the responsibility of running our business concerns at present or in the near future. This is not to say that President White Eagle's plan of separating business from government is dead. What I am saying is that everyone has to get on board and begin planning for the transfer of responsibility. The whole chunk nation has many irons in the fire as we speak, and it seems almost like a Sisyphean task for us to tackle everything at once. Yet here we are, we have all these challenges before us, and we have to figure out a means of meeting these challenges. The old adage of how do you eat an elephant, one bite at a time is, ab is apropos here. It is obvious to anyone who examines our present situation that our legislature is incapable of dealing with our present and future financial situations. Oh sure, they can continue to limp along and put out the brush fires as they fly up, flare up, but we deserve better. What is necessary is for President White Eagle to call a conference and invite all president, presidents and former members of all Ho-Chunk businesses and financial institutions together. Treasurers, business managers, casino executive managers, attorneys, grant writers, present and past legislators and past presidents. Anyone who has credentials and anyone who participated in our Section 17 corporation creation. We get all these people together and we start the long and arduous task of planning and executing. We want to create a legal separation of business from government and this process will take a long time and require many hours of work. We have to define what it is we are creating and define its parameters. We have to create a structure in which the business side is autonomous of the legislature, yet still reports annually to both the legislature and the office of the president. We have to decide what it is, uh, we have to decide how and where the business director sits in the nation's chain of command. We have to integrate both section 16 and 17 laws and regulations into an operating code that meshes with the Ho-Chunk Nation and the federal government. Planning meetings will have to occur two or three times a month for 12 to 24 months or until we have created a framework. 
From this framework, we have to clearly delineate a plan of action that our business department can prosper from. We have to give the business director autonomy, yet make sure he still answers to the nation. We have to give our business department a general direction, yet still leave room for it to operate without political interference. This all has to be done before we can even entertain thoughts of expansion. Yet here we are with the Beloit Casino, the Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison expansion, the Lacrosse Building Project, and quite possibly the Linwood Casino. Back to eating that elephant. President White Eagle has to initiate this plan soon if his goal is to separate business from government before his initial term ends. But he will need the full cooperation of our legislature. The legislature knows exactly what the president wants and what does the legislature want. We all assume that the legislature is this monolithic entity. But in reality, it's a fractured organization stumbling along behind many different agendas, constantly leaning on legislative counsel to guide and direct it. It is up for us, up to us, the whole chunk people, to direct our legislature to follow the path that benefits us both today and tomorrow. Our intelligentsia must convene and work together if our goal is to make our future work for our children and grandchildren. In the end, if we want our children to stay here and create businesses that compete on a world stage, we have to create an environment that encourages our children to stay and be challenged. If we want careers and not just jobs, we have to create an environment that lets us set up our own community and infrastructures. We do this one bite at a time, people. One bite at a time. At Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, the switch is always on. It guarantees the highest average payout percentage in the region. This leads to better odds and more wins than any place else around. Nobody messes with the switch. One of the things during this election that I found uh, disheartening was the total lack of uh, social media use. After the primary election, I thought we would see a couple more Facebook ads, maybe a video or two with candidates explaining their positions on various issues. Uh, the social media scene was a ghost land for political ads amongst the Ho-Chunk, though. Uh, I assumed at least in Area 4 that the candidates would put Facebook videos out there. That's a pretty big area they got to cover. But uh, I was wrong. Next time, perhaps, on this, on this issue of uh, the media that has arisen because of the launch of the Chipotle cave, um, the nation as a whole has never had a vehicle that asks questions of our government. Uh, we kind of talk amongst ourselves, and there are those who know how our nation operates internally. And this information uh, usually has been kept in-house. You know, one or two people know about it. But uh, as a rule, most of us uh, know things, but we don't say anything. But uh, I like to pose a question to everyone in the nation. Um, what's wrong with uh, our government operating in the open? Uh, here we are trying to make the Ho-Chunk Nation an open and transparent operation. That's um, one of the things that we're trying to do here. It's Porque.
Um, our president puts forth his plans in the Wodok and on videos. And all these things are open for public debate and scrutiny. You contrast that with our present legislature, who hide their doings behind secret work groups. Um, general public are not privy to these. Um, attempts to stop the media, find out who I am. I'm not hiding. My work is in a public domain. I'm not hiding what I do. In fact, I'm asking people to come on my podcast and share their information. This podcast isn't the media. This podcast is just me, Shelby Grant, voicing my opinions. Um, these opinions, they might be wrong. And they might be ignorant. But if anyone finds these things offensive, um, don't listen or uh, come on my podcast and explain to me how I got it wrong and what I got wrong. Um, like, I've repeatedly lambasted the legislature. So publicly, I am asking Vice President Karina Thundercloud to come on my show and explain how I've gotten these things wrong. Um, I've asked other legislatures, legislators to come on my podcast um, through messaging, and they've explained to me that they're busy. They don't have time. Okay, but don't act like uh, I'm the media when I'm asking you just to come on here and talk. Um, I've lambasted the Gaming Commission recently. Uh, publicly, I'm inviting any of the commissioners to come on and explain why the gaming ordinance needs updating, why Mr. Bertino was hired. Um... You know, tell me what I've gotten wrong. Um, I'm a big boy. I can take a beating. But just come on and share these uh, thoughts, ideas. An open exchange of ideas, positions, and policies is good, I I always thought. I don't believe the Ho-Chunk Nation has ever had an open forum to discuss these things, though. Perhaps it isn't good, you know. Perhaps we should just go back to the days when everything was done in secret and in silence. Uh... We have an ordinance that says open meetings are open to anyone, and you don't have to identify yourself. That was challenged recently. Well, that's fine. Let's fix it. If we all feel that what we discuss in open meetings is proprietary, then by all means, let's lock out the world. Because we darn sure don't want anybody listening to us as we plan to financially take over the world, or whatever it is that um, we find so secretive. Uh, all these secret work groups, all these executive sessions, this effort to shut down the quote-unquote media, this recent effort to control access to public meetings. I see nothing wrong with any of these actions. If we were living in a banana republic. Uh, during a primary election, a lot of candidates voiced business plans that they would enact if they were elected. Now, I am not now, nor will I ever be a candidate, but I have a business proposal that I would like to throw out there to the class. There is talk of the Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison expansion as our flagship casino. Yeah, we really didn't do anything with the recent expansions, Project Forwards or anything like that. My idea is this. Let the Ho-Chunk administration, let the Madison administration do the expansion themselves. No input from the office of the president. 
No input from the legislature, no input from the business department. The Madison Casino knows exactly what they need, what they want, and how to accomplish this. John Warner was an architect on the Wittenberg Casino Project, and he brought it in on time and under budget. Instead of sending this project out to individuals who knew nothing of the process, let's leave it in the hands of people who have done something like this before. Of course, the plans would have to be put before all three august bodies for their approval, the business department, the office of the president, and finally the legislature. But it would be streamlined. We wouldn't have so many hands working on this project. There would just be a few. They'd be professional. And they wouldn't be uh, open to they just <laughs> they would do the job. Um, it's just an idea. Mull it over before you say it's crazy and it'll never work. Finally, I reached out to Samantha Skenendor. I saw that she had recently given a uh, virtual presentation on the separation of business and government. Uh, I asked her if I could share the information publicly. She said that her uh, PowerPoint presentation was for educational purposes. And yes, I could. So I think in a future Tepotike posting, I will share it. Uh, it's both informative and easily understandable. And I think this would be a great place to begin a conversation on separating business from government. So, big shout out to Samantha Skenendor. Thank you.